like sports, I could do something in sports. Maybe I could be like an announcer, like a color man. Well, you know, they tend to give those jobs to ex-ball players and people that are, you know, in broadcasting. Well, that's really not fair. Hey, what's cracking, guys? Episode 3, The Jersey Draft. Uh, we'll explain more about how this will work in a minute, but first, uh, let's do some quick introductions uh, for those, uh, I, I mean, it's mostly probably our family and friends right now, but um, for those of us who don't know us, so I'm Ron, and I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Azam Faruqi. And I'm Primate Bose. All right, so we've been talking about this uh, for a minute and planning how the draft is going to work. Uh, it's too bad we're not doing a video version yet, but uh, we'll probably post some pics on, on Instagram uh, so people can see, just in case you're not familiar with some of the jerseys. Um, Ozma, I'm pretty sure you'll have some that uh, that I, I know that I, I don't know. I'm sure some of our listeners might not know, but but we'll make it work. Um, before we get on to the draft, though, we're, we're introducing a new segment. Uh, we're calling it Bose's Broadside. Uh, so, Pramit, if you want to take it away, uh, have at it. You know what really grinds my gears? The broadside. And today, in today's episode, or Bose's broadside segment, I would like to have a word with the NBA Coaches Association. And all 29 of you should be ashamed of yourselves. Well, the ones that did not vote for Nick Nurse should be ashamed of themselves. So the NBA Coaches Association released their Coach of the Year Award. Now, for those who don't know, this is not the official NBA Coach of the Year Award as voted on by the media, a.k.a. the Red Auerbach Trophy. This is voted on by the NBA Coaches Association. And in most years, the same coach wins both. And I think it's pretty common knowledge that the Raptors' Nick Nurse, who, after winning a championship, loses his franchise player, has the Raptors playing at a better record this year than he did last year with Kawhi Leonard. And let us let me also point out that the Raptors have been destroyed with injuries this year. Gasol, Fred, Siakam, Kyle, um, Serge have missed a few games here. And these aren't just nobody players that miss time. These are their top-of-the-rotation guys that have missed time. So just on that basis alone, to have a better record after losing your best player and having the, all of your players suffer uh, injury time, a significant injury time, it's quite impressive. Okay. they So many coaches, or many people may say, well, okay, that's definitely a factor, but they're playing in the week. Eastern Conference. Okay, they're playing in the weak Eastern Conference. But they're still effectively beating up and abusing some of the elite teams in the league. Just ask Anthony Davis what happened and ask him how he dealt with that, that Raptor defense on Saturday night. Ask LeBron James how they, the guy who used to beat down Toronto year in, year out in the playoffs. And which led to the whole LeBronto hashtag on social media. He cannot get anything going against these guys. Damian Lillard 
could not get anything going against these guys is Steph Curry last year in the finals. And even this year, his first game back, could not get much going against these guys. This man, Nick Nurse, is able to draw up defensive schemes that is able to neutralize the other team's top stars and forces the supporting cast to beat them. And very, very rarely do they actually beat them. Let us, and let hear a few other points I would like to bring up. Nick Nurse, in a game in December, started running, started running uh, excessive trap defense on James Harden and managed to neutralize him that game. And guess what happened? Every other coach in the league started copying James, started copying the defense on James Harden. And now they started uh, double teaming him and picking him up full court and trapping him and getting the ball out of his hands, which in which was probably one of the factors that led to Houston's small ball uh, double down. Their double down on small ball. They got rid of their bigs and got more ball handlers playing at all times, be- partly because of this defense. Other stats I would like to uh, point out. They lead the league in contested three-point attempts. So whenever an opponent is trying to shoot a three, they lead the league in getting a hand in the face for those who may not uh, who um, may not be big basketball fans. They force bad players to take away threes. They nobody can they can, they're amongst the league leaders and he was pull up threes allowed. They are able to double team star players and manage to um uh, also defend against the obvious outlet passes that that star player will make against double teams creating chaos and disrupt and disruption in another team's offense they lead the league in three points attempted against late in the shot clock 7 seconds or less you remember mike d'antoni 7 seconds or less offense Back in 2005, well, this is Nick Nurse's seven seconds or less defense. Forcing other teams late in the shot clock to put up three-point attempts, meaning meaning that he created enough disruption and enough um, uh, issues with the other team's timing, and they're running down the shot clock and taking time off that clock. This is what this Raptor defense does, and this is what other coaches are stealing from him now. And they went and... Did not vote him unanimously coach of the year. It's a shame. They should all be ashamed of themselves. And I personally have a belief that he's embarrassing them and their big egos are not allowing themselves, are not allowing, um, their egos are not allowing them to vote for nurse. I, 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 you cannot make an argument in this case. This should have been a unanimous victory. You can't make an argument for anybody else. And that's the ranch. Any follow-up, boys? Uh, no, I like I completely agree. Um, when I heard about this, um, like first I wasn't I wasn't even sure. I, I thought it was the actual coach of the year award, the NBA coach of the year award, but um I was I was pretty shocked. Um I mean the Bucks have had a great season. Uh, I don't know how much of that has to do with Bud. I've I've had a few uh, Buttonholzer. Um, I've had a few, you know, debates with with some friends about whether he actually deserves it or not. I mean, I, I guess th- there is an argument just considering that they have the best uh, the best record. Um, how much of that is because of Giannis? 
it's it's tough to say. Um, he won it last year. Uh, they're giving it to him again this year. I just hope that Nurse actually gets the NBA Coach of the Year award um, because I'll be very upset if uh, if Nick Nurse doesn't get some kind of recognition for the for the job that he's done this year with, like you mentioned, just all the all the injuries and and without Kawhi to still be where they're at and and for all the innovation too. Um, like it, Nurse deserves something. One to another point is on the Colin Coward show a couple of days ago. He stated that he talks to a lot of NBA insiders and he has a lot of sources from within the league. And they all sit, they all tell him that the Raptors are the best in the league at having a good game plan and making in game adjustments. That's the coach. So something. This isn't sitting well with me. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Azum, you have anything to add? Um, I, I would, I'd say I'm, I'm not surprised. Uh, I mean, there are a few good candidates, and yeah, I mean, I would have liked to see Nurse leap. But what surprised me more was the number of people who got uh, votes. Like there were far too many, and some of them I don't even understand how they even ended up, even if it's one vote, unless you're voting for themselves. Yeah, like it, it was it was eight coaches total that got votes. It's just ridiculous, um, right? Yeah, it's it's a crazy number. I, I'm I'm assuming I like I don't know how the voting works, but maybe some of them did vote for themselves. I'm not entirely sure, but it was just funny to see that that many uh, that many people got votes in the, in this whole thing. Voting for your friends could be a thing. Who knows how? There are biases. I mean, you might vote <laughs> against a coach in your conference who you play much more often. And and that could, that could be it, right? If you're not allowed to vote for yourself, you know, maybe uh, maybe Casey goes to Carlisle and says, "Hey, Carlisle, vote for me. I'll vote for you. Uh, we're not giving that vote, vote to Nick Nurse." Yes. Now this is now for our listeners. This is just pure speculation on our part. It's well known <laughs> that Rick Carlisle, coach of the Dallas Mavericks, is head of the NBA Player the Coaches Association. I'm sorry, NBA Coaches Association. And he is good friends with former Raptor coach Dwayne Casey, who was fired two years ago and replaced by his lead assistant, Nick Nurse. After winning this very award, too. Yes. And there were rumblings that the two near the end did not get along and that there were issues between them. And it could be... uh, And this is just speculation... We are not insiders. Well, they had a difference of opinion in suits. Yeah, yeah. Well, the suits are a big part of it. Um, he's jealous of Nurse's uh, style, but also maybe Dwayne feels as if uh, Nurse violated the coach's code, aka "Don't go after your boss's job." I don't know if there's any truth to that. This is just my own speculation. Maybe the old boys' club wanted to shun him for being too innovative and breaking unwritten rules by running high school, by beating opponents using high school zone defenses. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't, I don't want to spend too much time on this. Let, let's just, let's see what happens. Um, like, I, like ho- hopefully there's something for nurse um, when the results are announced for the NBA coach of the year award. I, I think he really does deserve it, but um, uh, thanks for that parameter. Now, I guess, I guess we should move on to the, to the real reason that we put this episode together, which is for our uh, our jersey draft. So um, I know we mentioned it a couple times. Uh, so basically, what we're trying to do is we're trying to 
we're trying to make a list basically of the best jerseys from any era, any sport, uh, any country, any league, really. Um, so obviously there's going to be some debates. Uh, th- these are, of course, encouraged uh, about what the nicest jerseys ever are. But um, we put it together in a draft format. So um, there's going to be five rounds. Um, each round has three picks, which each one of us getting a pick uh, per round. Um, so that's a total of 15 picks. It's a snake-style draft. And uh, I've already determined the order. So um, first pick is Ozum. Uh Then it's going to go to Pramit. Uh, then it goes to me, and then for the second round, it goes to me, and and, and back back again uh, to Azam. Um, so Azam, I don't know if you if you have uh, your your first pick all ready to go, but uh, uh, do do you want me to do the old um, NFL style uh, draft announcement, or, or do you got it? Of course. You know, it feels special if you do that for me. <laughs> You know what the thing is, though? I don't know who you're going to pick. I don't have that envelope to pull out. Uh, so maybe you just do it, do it yourself. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Um, so before I make the pick, so obviously it's subjective. It's um, for me, the five jerseys that are probably my favorite. Uh, you know, listeners are more than welcome to disagree. Uh, I don't care. Uh, these are the five that I picked, and it was kind of hard, I'll be honest, because you've got to cut a lot of really good jerseys when it comes down to it. Um, So for me, a couple of things that really mattered, uh, for me, practicality was important. So that's why I don't put a lot of stock in baseball jerseys as much as I enjoy the sport. You can't really wear it all over the place. Uh, Some other sports like soccer or rugby, uh, even cricket, like you can wear those jerseys uh, more often. So even football, for example. So that was one of the reasons. So with the first overall pick, Azam Faruqi selects the Pakistan cricket team's 1992 cricket World Cup jersey. That is, that's a shocker. I, 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 I knew you were going to have some cricket jerseys in there. I didn't know you were going to go cricket that high, though. So here's the thing, and I thought about it. Like I, There was a soccer jersey that I was going to go with later on, like f- first overall, but then I thought, okay, I'll go with this because – it's really special to me. So, nineteen ninety two cricket World Cup was the first cricket World Cup where they wore colored clothing. Before that, all the World Cups were in traditional whites uh, that cricket's known for, uh, and they had the floodlights and uh, the white ball and like the whole jazz. And the interesting thing was that the design for all teams was the same, and and that's the best part that you can pretty much pick any team's colors, and that design looks really good and really timeless and. Uh, uh, before the World Cup last year, they re-released those uh, jerseys again, and they were a sellout. So, uh, I mean, there are a lot of other countries with like terrific design colors uh, from that World Cup. And uh, uh, for me, because I have happy memories, because Pakistan won that World Cup, so I'm going with that for my as my first pick. Very interesting. I like at it right now. I like the green. So, do you own this jersey, Azim? So I've never owned it. So growing up in Pakistan, I saw a lot of replica and I've always wanted to buy the official one. So I never bought those replicas until last year when I went for the World Cup in England and they re-released those jerseys and um, it was available on one of the shops and I bought it for like 25 pounds. It's probably one of the best uh, jerseys uh, I have. And unfortunately for me, my wife wore it to all the games. I had to wear the the other jersey, but uh, anyways, I'm I'm a proud owner of that jersey now, so very excited about that. So th- this was a shocker. Uh, I'm going to go out and say that this might be uh, 
uh, is is not maybe shock in terms of like you know the Anthony Bennett pick. I'm not saying like in terms of quality, but just shock factor. Like going going cricket first overall, that's huge. <laughs> I knew that, and I thought that probably would uh, play well as well because a lot of our listeners probably aren't cricket followers. Yeah, they, they might not be. Um, so uh, Pramit, you're 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 on the clock. Right. So I looked at. I don't have my the sports I follow most closely are basketball and baseball and I'm familiar with hockey as well so I focus on the sports that I know best the teams that I've watched the most um also I one factor one factor I look at is timelessness something that doesn't age and I try to take my personal biases by maybe Hating the team by hating the team out of the equation here. I just simply looked at the jersey itself, but not the players in the jersey. So with that, I went with a much more traditional and predictable pick. I went with the New York Yankees. No, that was on my board. Well, you have to go off the board around one, buddy. So <laughs> I took the obvious choice. I mean, the way I see it is, it's timeless. They never had to. Uh, redesign it. They've never had to make any modifications to it. No modernizations of it. The pinstripes are legendary. I mean, when you think pinstripes, you think New York Yankees. That logo is that emblem. That logo is what people think of when they think baseball. More so than the baseball logo itself. Let me stop you right there. Um, I, I just want to say, when I think pinstripes, I think of the world champion Florida Marlins and their pinstripe uniforms. Just thought I would say that you know, I, you know the Yankees jersey is uh, they're nice, they're nice, but it's it's the Yankees. Uh, I I you know I I grew up hating them. Uh, my oldest brother would always go on about the Yankees, uh, and he, it just just the constant cheering and you know the the Paul O'Neill and Bernie Williams chants. Like I, I just. The hatred that I have for them, I can't even put into words. You know what? And that's and that's very interesting. You said that, Pramit, because that was one of the reasons why I had them in my top five. Because you associate that uniform with baseball, right? So people who don't follow baseball, they probably know the Yankee uniform, and that speaks to what the franchise means to the sport. So, good pick. Yeah, when I hear pinstripes, I think when I hear the word pinstripe, I think two things: New York Yankees and Dwayne Casey. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a tough one. I don't know which one's better. Who wears it better? I think it's obvious. All right, Rob. Yeah, I think I think it's obvious. All right, all right. So I'm on the clock. Um, so I I went with just to give you an idea of my. Uh, my thinking when I was picking these, I, I went with something that that gave me some kind of um, some kind of feeling when I look at it. Um, whether it's you know some thoughts that I had from when I was a kid, or, or something that I really wanted, or something that I owned. Um, so with with my first pick of the uh, thir- uh, of the first round in the twenty twenty boxing one jersey draft, I select. The 2006-2007 Orange FC Barcelona jersey. Now, you might have to look this up, um, but this is one of my favorite jerseys. It's actually the, I think, the second 
Barcelona jersey that I owned uh, growing up. Uh, I got the Ronaldinho on the back with the gold lettering. And I, I think that was, um, I, I don't know if my brother got it for me, but just like just wearing it to school, I was so proud. It looked so good. It felt, it felt so nice. It was so light. And that gold lettering just really, just really pops on that orange with the, with, with the little, like the little, uh, I, I don't know. It just, it just really does something for me. I can't even, I can't even describe it, but like, I don't know if you guys are looking at a picture of it, but it's really nice. And I, I still actually have it in my closet right now. Well, that's a good pick. Uh, I like that jersey. That's a really great, really good pick. I, I, I'm going to go with Barcelona first up. I'll be honest. I just wasn't expecting that jersey, but Barcelona's had a, quite a few good designs, so I wasn't sure which one you're going to go with. Yeah, it was, it was really hard for me to pick, and and I think the o four o five jersey was the first one that I owned. And also, also, I actually want to mention the the reason that I like this one so much is it was the last one where they didn't have the the sponsor on the front. Uh, they went with UNICEF, I think, midway through this season. Um, so that's part of the reason why I like it is because it it doesn't have the sponsor. Um, so it, I was going to go with the the traditional colors, but. Um, I don't know why something about orange. I'm, I'm a I'm an orange uh, shirt lover for whatever reason, and this one just just really does it for me. Um, so I, I guess I might as well get my uh, my pick out of the way for the second round. Uh, since I'm up first in the second round, so it's it's another. I think it's another jersey that nobody, none of you is probably gonna gonna pick. I went college this time, college basketball. It's the gray 1995-1996 Georgetown Hoyas jersey. Ooh, I am familiar with that one. That one is very, very nice. Interesting choice. It was the the one year that um, Iverson was there. They had a deep run where they lost to UMass. I think uh, I think it was in the Final Four. I could be wrong on that, but... Um, that's that's when I started liking Iverson. Uh, the look of the jersey, the just the 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 design down the sides, it, it looks really nice. The the Hoyas across the front, and I just have pictures of of Iverson wearing this jersey uh, with the Jordan Elevens like that. That it just it it completes the look. So that's that's my second pick. It's timeless. I like it. Yep, me too. It's another good pick. So, Pranit, you are you're up with uh, pick number five in the draft, second of the second round. So, let me uh, preface this by saying I am not a soccer fan. Um, re- I'm really a fan of it. I'm not that... I get most of my information from the two of you. And while I like the jerseys, I do feel that many of the teams... They, when you have the, the corporate sponsor's logo right on your jersey, I feel at times it takes away from the jersey itself, from the emblem, from the look and the feel of that jersey. However, I will make an exception here because when I was younger, um, this jersey really made me want to try and drink Carl Carlsberg beer. Carlsberg. <laughs> That's a good pick. That's a really good pick. Yeah, cl- classic look. Uh, you can't go wrong, and the, the red just—it it looks good. I can't—I can't complain about that one. Yeah, and they came out with red beer as well, which is uh, Carlsberg came out with a red Liverpool beer, so it's pretty cool too. It created—it created, it created uh, 
it created its own beer line. Seems like you're after my picks, Pramit. So this wasn't going to make my top five, but it was in my honorable mentions. I would say that. I have Pakistan next round, man. <laughs> awesome. All right, so Azam, you're up with the number six pick, third pick of the second round. So I'm going to go with soccer, and this is the second one now in this draft for Barcelona. But my pick for this one is the 2008 and 2009 Barcelona jersey. Uh, that half uh, reddish maroon, half blue. I just love that jersey, and I was sad to see it go. Um, I will be honest, I was torn between that one and uh, the, the jersey they wore last year in the 2018-2019 season with those big blocks. I thought that looked pretty cool as well. But I have some really fond memories of watching Barcelona because uh, Bessie was absolutely, well, he's always been a beast, but that was his absolute gorgeous days. And that was the year they beat um, Manchester United in the Champions League final, which incidentally, I think coincidentally, was uh, uh, Ronaldo's last game with Man U before he moved to Real Madrid. And Messi tore them up in that game. And um, so I have a lot of um, good memories, and I really, really like the combination of that jersey. Yeah, I, th- I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is the one with the, the gold lettering on the back, right? I don't know if you if you know or not, but... Uh, yes, um, yellowish, goldish. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I actually went to a pub to watch that game with a bunch of Man United fans, and I took my brother's uh, number five Puyol jersey, which is that year, mm-hmm. uh, and wore it. And I, I, I still remember the, sitting there with a big smile on my face as as they won. Nice. Were you in Mad Hatters? Uh, no, I actually think I ended up going to Cooper's. Oh, okay. Okay, because I was at Mad Hatter's for that game, and that was, um, like, I think the owners uh, were Man U fans. So if you're a Barcelona fan yeah. or you're cheering for Barcelona, they wouldn't give you a seat. You have to stand and watch. And uh, so, but, I mean, we had the last laugh, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, that, that, that's a good choice. Um, so you're, you're on the clock again. Uh, first pick of the third round, seventh overall. Okay, so the next pick, uh, I'm not a fan of this team. It's a football jersey. Uh, I just like the colors, and that is the Minnesota Vikings. I just think that purple comes out really nicely, and it's probably the only time purple looks that good. Um, and uh, the logo and uh, the colors, are, like the numbers, how they're colored, like golden, looks awesome. So I'll go with Minnesota. Sorry, I the, sorry cut you off. Are these the, the newer ones or the old style, like you know when Randy Moss was there? No, the Moss days. Sorry. Yeah, I should have mentioned that. Yeah, the, the, I, I I love those ones. The the helmet really, I think, completes the look. Yeah, I, I think so. And, and I think it's for some reason, like like the color scheme comes out so well, right? Like, I mean, you have those whites and golden, and then the numbers are you know the, the borders are golden and then white, and yeah, I I I just think it's a really nice jersey, and you can wear that casually, and uh, would look really nice on you. And I'll be honest, the new ones look pretty good too. I, I think I like the numbers on the new ones, especially. Yeah, uh, no, they're, they're pretty, they're really, really nice. Yeah, good pick, good yeah. pick. Good. So uh, moving on to uh, Pramit, it's you're, you're up. All right, I'm going a little bit off the board here. Uh, I'm going with the jersey of another rival of a Toronto team, but a rival that is no more. 
a rival that we miss and would love to have back one day. I'm going with the Royal Blue Montreal Expos with the, uh, not the baby blue, the royal blue with the, either the word Expos or Montreal written across the chalk in cursive writing. It's one of the few times I think a cursive writing uh, on looks good on a jersey. I think there's been an Expos revival. I mean, I don't think there has been an Expos revival the past 10 years. You see more and more of them around, uh, more Expos jerseys around. A lot of people in Toronto that are originally from Montreal uh, miss the Expos. It's something iconic about it. Something, I look at it and I just think, I want them back here. I want that team. I want another baseball team in Canada. So I'm going with Royal Blue Montreal Expos. Yeah, I, I, I have good memories. Like, I was an Expos fan, but I have memories of... I think Vlad wore those, did he not? He was he was there when he uh, when he had those. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they also wore yeah. stripes as well. They're white jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pinstripes, but I love the royal blue. Uh, I think the royal blue looks really good. Yeah, you you have a thing for blue because I know you like the the Jays blue ones a lot too, right? I like blue's my favorite color, so. Part of me wishes the Raptors became the Huskies like seven, eight years ago when they were considered. <laughs> just because I thought that was happening. I thought that was a like given. Close, but hindsight, I'm glad they kept it. They kept it. The Ra- Raptors are cool again. Yeah, so, so I, I'm on the I'm on the clock again uh, with back to back picks, and and since you're you're mentioning your favorite color, my favorite color is orange. Uh, so I'm going with another orange, uh, another orange jersey. Um, this one, I, I think it got some hate for a while, but then I think it became cool at some point. So between 1976 and 1996, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wore the creamsicle jerseys. So it's the, uh, the, the, like, I can't remember. I think it's Florida orange with like the darker orange around the white numbers. Um, the, I don't, I don't know what it is. I've, I, like, since I was a kid, I think the Bucks were terrible at that time. But they looked so good losing, um, especially the helmet, the white helmet with the Buccaneer with the 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 knife in his mouth. Mm-hmm. That really completes the look. Um, like, I absolutely love these jerseys, and and I think I was reading, I was doing some research, and it looks like they may return in twenty twenty one. The issue has been that. Uh, the NFL's helmet policy was you can only have one helmet and they didn't want teams switching between colored helmets. Um, so they're supposed to be revising, revising that rule, uh, which I think came uh, sometime 2013, I think it was. Um, and they, these jerseys might actually make a comeback, uh, provided that you know the NFL happens. Um, but you might see Tom Brady wearing these. Uh, Brady's going to look good. I, oh, I, I, I no comment. No comment on Brady. Are you a Bucks fan? No, go, no, no, no. So uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan okay. through and uh, through. Um, okay. There's ways to be a Dolphins fan, um, and like I, I have no attachment to the Bucks whatsoever. And this is probably the only, uh, the only jersey that where I have no attachment to it. I just for whatever reason loved it when I was a kid. Okay. No, I was just wondering because. Uh, with Brady moving in, I know how much you love and admire him. So, um, mm. I, so I, I just wanted to ask if you're a Bucks fan. That's that's for another episode. 
Uh, we're going to need a lot of time. I'm probably going to lose that argument because of all the rings that Brady has, but man, you bring up that name and the, the damage that he's... Actually, I mean, the Dolphins have had some good moments, but the Dolphins have been so bad that it's just been moments here here and there. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, I'm going to get my uh, get my next pick out of the way as well. So it's the number 10 pick. Um, and again, I'm going something uh, from... You know, something retro, so it's the 1960s uh, Pittsburgh Pirates vest jersey. And the reason I chose this one, you know, either those iconic pictures of Roberto Clemente in them. Uh, mm. I became a fan of Roberto Clemente uh, years ago, and just that jersey just pops. That is a good jersey. That is an interesting pick. I like that. Yeah, and 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 another part of why I like it so much is the Marlins in the 90s, always going back to the Marlins, but the Marlins in the 90s used to have a vest jersey too. Um, so, and, and I think it was the Reds as well. They, it, the, I don't know what it is about the vest jerseys. I think it was the Angels that tried to do it, like the vest jersey look, but just had different colored sleeves. That that doesn't cut it for me. It's got to be a vest. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, so Pranit, you were on the clock with the number 11 pick. All right. Well... I'm picking this jersey very close to home simply because of the historical moment that was created while the team was wearing it. And it's only more so history than design or anything and just that moment I'll remember for the rest of my life. And that is the Red Raptors jersey, alternative jersey with the word North written across it. They wore them in game six last year when they won the uh, NBA championship, which created, which caused Toronto and Canada to erupt. Incredible moment, and those jerseys are etched into my mind forever. Um, Design-wise, I mean, they're fine. Uh, they're not going to blow me away, but I think the history and like the feeling we all had when they won it wearing those jerseys... Um, it's a personal. It's an important. It's a personal moment for us. So I'm going with the Raptors North, alternative North jersey. Yep, love that pick. Can't say anything bad about it. Nope, not one bit. Good pick. Yep. Other than you got back to back picks, twelve and thirteen. All right. So for twelve, I'm going to go with soccer again. Um, it, it's really hard with soccer. Some really really good jerseys. Uh, now this is the jersey uh, I fell in love with during the 1990. Uh, World Cup, Italian 90. Um, and I guess I think you can guess uh, a lot of kids during that time were fans of Argentina, Diego Maradona. Uh, and uh, it was just uh, blue again, uh, just like Pramit. That's my favorite color. <clears throat> so I'm always partial to blue colors. Uh, but uh, that jersey has always been very special to me. Argentina as a team has always been very special to me. So for my next pick, I'm going with the Argentina national uh, team's soccer jersey. Yeah, that's a, that's a good pick. Um, the 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 blue and white stripes always look good. Um, it's hard to mess that up. I and and especially the, the fact that it's like a it, it's the shade of blue that it is. It it just exactly. it looks great with the with the black shorts too. Yeah, and you don't see that blue in a lot of jerseys. Um, when I was thinking about this, I I was also considering. Uh, you know, the other alternate jersey they had uh, in the 2014 World Cup. Um, I, I thought that looked cool as well, but that's more slick. But this is more like that timeless, like 
you associate Argentinian sports with this color, right? So even I think the field hockey team wears these colors. And if I'm not mistaken, even rugby team probably wears these as well. So I think they do, yeah. All right, good pick. Uh, number 13, first pick of the last round. So my last pick. Now, this is more a homage to the country um, than um, the jersey itself. But, I mean, it's also to the jersey. So New Zealand, I find, uh, regardless of the sport, always has really good designs. Now, a couple of things work well for them. One is that most of their teams have a shade of black, oh, a shade, black as their primary color. So black generally plays out really well because uh, it's not very common in sports. Uh, and uh, the silver fern that comes with it, uh, I think it's uh, um, like an identity in a lot of uh, sports teams uh, in New Zealand. So the cricket team that they have, uh, the New Zealand Black Caps, I think even in cricket, New Zealand has consistently have had probably the best uniforms uh, over the past 20, 30 years, uh, ever since clothing, colored clothing came in. Um, and a lot of the designs have been similar to the rugby team, All Blacks. So I'm going to go with the New Zealand All Black Caps uh, cricket team's jersey for the 2015 World Cup. It's a little different. It's black with the silver fern, um, but it also has a shade of blue, which I always love. Uh, and I thought it was different. Blue is not their traditional color, and it came like came out really well. And the reason I like that one than the one that they had before because um, the previous one had ANZ, the sponsor on it, as opposed to New Zealand, and this one said New Zealand. So for me, this one was uh, very special. I own a New Zealand jersey, not this one, but I own the one from the 2003 World Cup. But I always feel that they always come up with probably the best jerseys in cricket. Looks good. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm looking at the jersey right now. It looks looks really good. So that's my five. Just a reminder, we're, we're going to try to post these on uh, on Instagram so people can can see some of these, especially with uh, Osmos picks being a little bit out there with the with the cricket. <laughs> but um, Pramit, you're you're up with your last pick. This was a difficult one because there's so many ways I could have gone with this, and I'm. Googling random team teams jerseys of even leagues I don't or sports I don't follow closely to see if there is um something that would catch my eye. And believe it or not, I'm going with the 2014 Uruguay uh, World Cup jersey. I like the baby blue; looks really good uh, with the Puma logo. Uruguay all the way. That's a good pick. That's a good color. And uh, yeah, you always, uh, you know, imagine Luis Suarez in that uniform. So that's, yeah, I like that pick. Yeah, those, those Puma, I think all of the Puma Puma jerseys for that year were were all really well done. Um, but the color of the year go jersey, just, yeah, that, th- those were nice ones. Simplicity is good. All right. So, I, yeah. So, so it's back on me, uh, my last pick. Um, this is probably one that, uh, I don't think anybody would, would really probably put up there, but, um, it, it was, you know, it's tough just sticking to five, but this one is as a kid, I was a fan of this team, um, maybe a little bit less so now, but, uh, it's the, the, the Florida Panthers, uh, old Jersey with, with the cat on the front. Um, the red one specifically, they had a blue one too, which was nice, but. 
but but the red one, uh, I just have images of John Van Beesburg wearing it with his, like he had this beautiful golden uh, panther mask. Um, and, and just, it looks so good with the jersey. Uh, it's one of my favorites of all time. I, I had a version of it, but it didn't actually have the logo on the front, which is the best part. So it was just, it, it, it was just a letdown, but it was the only thing I could get at the time. Uh, probably when I was like in grade six. But I, I love this jersey. I will always love the jersey. The Panthers never should have gone away from it, just like the Marlins never should have gone away from their their old jerseys. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my last pick. Is that the one with the white stripe or the one that was completely red? So it was it was it's it's red and then it has like a a blue kind of like triangle shaped diamond sat like sash along the shoulders with a white okay. stripe around the blue. Okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, and I think. White, it, even the home jerseys look good too. Uh, the white one. That's a for a hockey team in Florida having an iconic look. That's crazy when you, when you think about it. It, it was tough. So I, I, I actually my last pick. I wanted to do like you know spread it across sports, and I was looking at you know there are some really nice hockey jerseys like the Blackhawks, um, the the old North Stars jerseys, um, the the Hartford Whalers jerseys. But this one, you know, just because I was such a fan of the team when I was a kid and I remember their Stanley Cup run and John Van Beesbrook, I, I, I had to put that one in there. Nope, I like that. They made a 96. Yes, they went to the Cup Finals in 96. They had a deep run and they, took out, they even took out the Mario Lemieux, Yarmir Yager-led Pittsburgh Penguins that year and went to the finals before getting swept by the Avalanche. So that was yeah. worth the run. And funny that you mentioned that team because uh, just jersey related. I remember they they had like an alternate. Um, the Penguins had an alternate jersey where it was kind of like it was it was a departure from like you know the classic the classic look, and it had like kind of gray uh, like a gray stripe kind of underneath the the Penguins logo, and they were black, I think. And I remember they were. I remember, and I might be remembering this wrong, but. Um, the commentators made some kind of comment about how they how they were so su- successful that season in those jerseys, and I just remember the Panthers beating, and I was so happy. I didn't like Lemieux, I didn't like Yager. I ended up liking them later on. Um, the listeners will figure out that I, I usually hate a lot of pe- a lot of players, uh, not a lot of people, but a lot of players. Um, and, and yeah, the, the feeling that I got when they beat them that was kind of like winning the Stanley Cup at that time. Yeah, so I so I want to wrap this up with a couple of questions for you guys. I know we're we're getting close to time; uh, it's it's running a little bit long, but um, so the couple of questions. So when I was doing my research, looking at baseball jerseys, um, I kept coming across blogs that really were downing the the powder blue baseball jerseys from I guess in the seventies. Um, do you guys agree with that? Do you guys hate the powder blue, or, or are you guys on board with those? No, I'm okay with those. I I like them. I don't know, yeah, but I was researching as well, and I came across a few of those as well, and I don't understand why. I like those. I like the powder blue. They're good. I like them. I don't, not really my, like, I don't think I could wear one in that color and pull it off. Then again, like, I think, I like how Uruguay does it a little bit more modern. I, I think that there was that one year where the Jays overdid it with those powder blue jerseys that, 2009 season where they just wore it every Friday and yeah. players got sick of it too. So uh, I, I kind of had my fill of 1970s powder blue, but the more modern ones, like even another example of mod- good powder blue uh, modern is North Carolina. 
Yeah. Um, that I like, but I think the 70s, 70s, it doesn't, the color just feels a little, I don't know, it doesn't feel bold enough. It's very faded. It feels as if you're watching old TV. <laughs> so I, it, it's not working. It doesn't work for me in that regard, but uh, I do like uh, more modern powder blue. So then, since you're mentioning, like, since we're on the topic of colored jerseys and in baseball, colored pants as well, what about the all orange Baltimore Orioles jerseys from the 70s? No. Or uniforms? I don't like them. No, not for me. (laughs) Yeah. No. I I love them. And even the Pirates with the the yellow pants, I'm, I'm totally on board with those. Another one you should look at all yellow. These original LA Kings jerseys, those are pretty hideous as well. Although, I know why they tried it, I guess, because it's LA and the Lakers were yellow. They want to keep the color consistent, but oh, those are awful. But pure yellow. Yeah, I kind of agree on that one. Um, so, last question. And and this one, like, I, I think I've had this argument a bunch of times with, uh, with my friends as well. Uh, the purple Dino Raptors jersey. Where do you guys stand on those? I am just glad that we're over that era, uh, performance-wise and uh, uniform-wise, and like I just hated that uh, uniform. To be very honest, um, I, yeah, not a big fan. I like it as an alternative once in a while. I don't like in an anniversary season or maybe like some sort of. Uh, commemorating something like let's say they brought back i don't know an isaiah thomas night you did it that night i'm okay with it <laughs> um i don't <laughs> let's let's not do the idea thomas night they're looking at redoing the logo again which i don't understand why i mean they, they've only had what they have for the past five or six years and i think it what they have now looks really good but I like it as an alternative. I don't. It's kind of to me. It's kind of like the powder blue jays. Like, don't overdo it. A one-off is fine. Uh, if they want, if they can, people like them and they're selling them with uh, current day players like jersey names like a Lowry or a Siakam. That's fine. But if, don't don't love them the way others do. Yeah, I, I don't either. I uh, never liked them, hated them as a kid, never wanted them as a kid. I was really happy when they changed uh, when they changed the jerseys, uh, Vince Carter's second season. Uh, the only reason I think anybody looks at them fondly at all, I think, is because of that one year that Vince Carter had in them. But, I mean, those were, those were awful back then. They're awful today. I know people probably disagree with me, um, but it's funny. I was watching... Uh, the Grizzlies game the other day and uh, the Grizzlies were wearing the old Vancouver Grizzlies jerseys. Um, I don't know what it is, but I hated those when I was a kid too. And now they they actually look really good. Those I love. Those look great. I hope, I actually, well, I'll say the Raptors are playing the Grizzlies this weekend. It would be cool to see. That would be a game where it's cool to see like the classic purple jerseys versus the classic Grizzlies. That kind of occasion would be uh, pretty cool. And yeah, I think the Grizzlies—the one thing the Grizzlies have done better than the Raptors was their jersey. Yeah, and 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 that's about it. I think it's easy to embrace the bad times now once you've gotten to good times. I know Golden State, for example, they went back to their—they've worn like mid two thousands jerseys. Uh, some like the uh, two thousand six We Believe team—they started wearing those 
on occasion again. And though some of those teams were terrible. They had that one team that got the eighth seed and upset Dallas in the first round. But outside of that, in the 2000s, they were awful. But they started yeah. racing those ones again. So I guess it's almost like a rite of passage. Like, okay, we've now made our – we're now an elite team, considered elite. We've won a championship. Now we can go back and face our bad history and not try to hide from it. Yeah, I think the important thing there, like you're right, is once you've crossed that hur- hur- hurdle, right, like that you know you've made it, like for Raptors, it's a lot easier to go back to those just like Golden State. Uh, yeah, once you're successful, it's easier to face your failures in the past, you know, when you're year in, year out a bad team. Uh, you really can't bring back another, you know, jersey from a bad year, right? So it's like, what are you trying to show? Yeah, so I, I think that pretty much does it for uh, for a jersey draft. I, I think uh, we'll probably do a uh, um, best hats draft. And uh, I think also the plan is to do a, a ugly jersey draft because, I, I man, I came across a lot of them. Some of them I didn't even know existed. Uh, so that, that should be a little bit of fun. Yeah, some of them were like, oh, my God. Like, I mean... Like the design and the patterns, it's like some alien form taking some life, right? It's like it was, yeah, I just couldn't even look at some of those jerseys. Yeah, cricket team, I'm coming for you. All right, bring it on. But I I do want to mention, like, I mean, it's really hard. Like there's so many good jerseys, right? I mean, uh, if, if I were to just quickly think like, you know, Liverpool over the years, like 90s uh, Manchester United had, like when they had Sharp as the logo. If anyone wants to go, you know, check the 1993-94, that black jersey was pretty cool. There there are a lot of good jerseys around. And there are equally ugly jerseys, uh, you know, we've seen year in, year out as well. So uh, it's interesting to have these conversations every now and then. All right. I think we've come to the end of the show. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, if you enjoyed it, you liked it, please uh, rate it on uh, whichever platform you listen to. Uh, please leave a review as well and uh, hope you, uh, to see you soon next time. Oh, yeah. And follow us on Instagram uh, at boxand1, uh, O-N-E, pod. Um, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll try to post as much as we can, but uh, new information about, you know, any any episodes that we're doing. Thank you so much. See you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Are we finished? Done.